Hello, and welcome to the Modulate My Music podcast. My name is Isabel Heed, and I'm a professional violinist and meditation teacher from Melbourne. Each week I use this podcast to explore a different theme of the human experience through combining meditation practices and new music. The format of the podcast begins with an explanation of the week's theme, followed by a meditation and musical interludes. This podcast is also in support to Modulate Music's live performance series, which involves professional musicians performing old and new music live alongside guided meditation interludes. To learn more about our upcoming events, you can follow us as Modulate Music on Facebook and Instagram. So for this week, I'm exploring the competitive mind, what fuels it and whether or not it is useful in daily life. I think competition is a particularly strong force in society these days and something that we have learned to live with. We are, of course, initially exposed to competition in school, which then moves on to competition in the workplace. And now there's also the more recent phenomenon of competition for attention on social media. I guess you could argue that competition in society is natural. After all, it's survival of the fittest that has kept humanity going through the ages. But if we look on a daily level at the things we can be competitive about, most of them are not life or death situations. We could be competitive in relation to money and physical things, but quite often it can be less tangible things like reputation, power, prestige, intellect, and so on. So what is it that fuels competitive thinking? And is it necessary for living in today's society where most of us have what we need to survive? Well, to explore this properly, I think we need to identify exactly what a competitive mindset is. If you look up the definition of competitive, you'll find the description to be as good as or better than others of a comparable nature. I think the key difference between being competitive and ambitious is that competition always involves this idea of others and referencing yourself in relation to others. The moment that we begin to reference ourselves in relation to others, we have the possibility of being better, worse, or the same. We have then created a division in our mind being me versus other. And most often than not, this can cause stress and disease to the mind. 
With this mentality, we have only the two options of proving ourselves or not being good enough. Whilst being in either of these two mental states, it's difficult to feel contentment and ease with our situation as we are either or sometimes simultaneously grasping onto the idea of winning or achieving and dreading losing. This is where the competitive mindset is often considered to be an afflictive state of mind in meditation. So it's all very well to say, don't be competitive, but how are we meant to achieve our goals in life without this mental state arising? Well, from a meditative perspective, it's completely possible to achieve anything you wish without engaging in competitive thinking. In fact, it's believed that you could do better being free from the afflictions of the competitive mind. It's all to do with motivation. We have to look deeply in ourselves to see what our true motivations are behind our actions. And sometimes this can be revealing. Are we really passionate about the cause we are working for? Or are we more interested in impressing others? Are we really striving to achieve something? Or are we just trying to prove ourselves? And why? For what reason? To have goals and ambitions is a wonderful thing. But from a meditative perspective, our motivations are the main force behind the results of our actions and how we mentally end up feeling after the event. This is why it can be a really beneficial practice to look into the competitive mind and its motivations. So for this week, we'll begin the meditation, as always, bringing relaxation and release to the body and mind. We'll then spend some time reflecting on this week's theme of the competitive mind. I'll then introduce an excerpt of new music from Modulate Music, featuring myself on the violin. We'll now begin the meditation. You'll hear the sound of the bell to mark the beginning and conclusion of the meditation. So now, knowing that you've taken this time to commit yourself to this meditation, let yourself completely relax 
releasing every muscle. Feel your body sink, giving way to gravity. Take some time to check the muscles of your shoulders, the neck, the jaw and the face. Consciously soften and release them. Aid this process of relaxing the body, try taking three deep breaths. With each breath, pay particular attention to the out-breath. The out-breath is the key to helping the mind and body relax. As you get to the end of the out-breath, let your mind be particularly still and quiet before the next breath gently comes in. Now that we have released the body, it is important to assume a posture of attentiveness, completely relaxed but ready to focus. Whether you are sitting, standing or lying down, the most important thing is to make sure your back is comfortably straight. Now that we have prepared our body for the meditation, it is important to prepare our mind. We spend a large portion of our lives swept up in constant activity, constant thought, and constant internal and external motion. Meditation provides us with the wonderful opportunity to take a break from this pattern. Take some time to just let all this motion go. Meditation can also give us the opportunity to reflect on the motivations 
that are fueling our actions. This is something that's not always so easy to see when we're caught up in activity. So now gently release all your concerns pertaining to the past and the future. Let your attention come to rest in the present as you dedicate yourself to the practice. So now that we've brought some level of release to the body and mind, we'll introduce some reflection in relation to this week's topic of the competitive mind. For this reflective practice, we're going to draw on our memory. By developing insight, in relation to past experiences, it's more likely that we'll have greater awareness towards similar experiences in the future. So gently bring to mind a memory from the past when you found yourself to be in a competitive type of situation and quite possibly also a competitive mind state. It could be from a long time ago or quite recent. It could be from a work type situation or even a relation type, a relationship type of situation of any context. Whatever easily comes to mind. Now as you bring this memory to mind, there's no need to go into the narrative and every detail of the situation. It is likely that just the initial memory will be enough for this practice. So can you first recall the type of feelings that were subjectively arising in this memory. They may have been pleasant or unpleasant feelings, or maybe even a mixture of the two. Either way, spend a moment bringing your attention to your memory of the feelings in this experience.
Now you can gently release your attention to the feelings you had in the memory. And now instead, draw your attention to the types of thoughts that were going through your mind at that time. Were the thoughts purely focused on the task at hand? Or was the mind becoming occupied with thoughts about others? If your thoughts did involve others, especially in a comparative way, it is likely that there was also a dialogue about yourself. What was the nature of this dialogue? See if rather than getting into the dialogue, you can simply explore it like a detective researching a case, just noting and observing the events that happened. So the benefit of looking back on our past experiences is that we also have the knowledge of the outcome or result of these experiences. Looking back on your memory, take a moment to observe the outcome of the event. Obviously the outcome of achieving what you are seeking or not achieving what you are seeking will make a difference, but we can learn a lot from both results. If you achieve the result you wanted, observe what were your feelings and what was the dialogue of your thoughts at the time. If you did not achieve the result you wanted, also observe what were your feelings and what was the dialogue of your thoughts at the time.
Did your thoughts involve any comparison to others? Was your sense of self challenged by being better or worse than others? From this short time exploring your memory and the thoughts and feelings that were arising in the situation, it may be starting to become clear what your motivation was at the time of the experience. Your motivation may also have been a mixture of influences. From a meditative perspective, it can be a really informative practice to bring awareness to your motivations in all the actions of your daily life. As you build greater awareness towards your mind, it becomes possible to pick up subtler and subtler motivations. We can then become wiser in picking and choosing the motivations that help us and bring greater well-being and letting go of the motivations that simply don't serve us. From exploring this memory, take a moment to see if you can detect and learn from the experience the motivations that were helpful and the motivations that did not serve the situation. Now gently release the memory and rest with the motivations that you know will help and nurture well-being in your life as I introduce the musical excerpt.
Thank you for listening to the Modulate My Music podcast. I hope it has been beneficial for you and you've enjoyed it. If you'd like to write a review and subscribe for this podcast, it would be greatly appreciated. Once again, my name is Isabel Heed, and you can join me again on next week's Modulate My Music podcast, where we'll be exploring the theme of distraction. Look forward to sharing it with you then.